My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? John Cass hosts a great podcast called The State of Global Agile Marketing. John, tell listeners what to expect from the show. The State of Global Agile Marketing seeks to discover how agile marketing is being deployed in different countries around the world. I interview marketers at brands, at agencies, or who are consultants, and explore how companies in different countries are now using agile marketing. Agile marketing is the Use of agile methods to manage the marketing process. Interesting. And where can people subscribe? Find the show at globalagilemarketing.com, on marketingpodcast.net, or search for the state of global agile marketing wherever you get your podcasts. You heard him. Go subscribe. Have some sort of place where you store your ideas because you will have all these brilliant ideas and you'll want to action them straight away, but actually you have to do whatever work you're doing now. So I use Apple Notes because that's on my phone. It's on my computer and it all syncs on my, my iPad. So wherever I am, I will go, oh, I've just had an idea and I'll go, oh, I'm going to forget that. You know, when you wake up in the middle of the night, oh, I'm going to forget that. But, you know, so I'll put it in my Google Notes and then some of those ideas stick. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Extra Shot. This is your weekly podcast, and sometimes twice weekly podcast, where we discuss the hottest topics in digital marketing. But that's not what we're doing today. No, no, because one or the other of us, that's myself or May King, couldn't make it today. So we're pre-recording this, and hopefully we're sharing some really great business advice. So welcome, May King. How are you, Amanda? And I know this is going to be weird because May King's going to be interviewing me, like honestly, master interviewer here, about um, a week that I just took off to plan my business. Yes, a whole week to plan my business. So I'll hand it over to you, May King. (laughs) So, um, Amanda, when you first talked about taking a week off to plan your business, I... I was just in awe of you. I thought, gosh, and also overwhelmed at the prospect as well. Uh, Now, I know that definitely, you know, um, our listeners are at various stages in their business. And I feel that, you know, even though I've kind of around for years in my my business, I definitely felt planning was the scariest thing. So where can you even start to plan? (laughs) 
Well, that's the thing, isn't it? And you hear that phrase so much from like business advisors that you need to work on your business, not in your business. Of course, you need to work in your business. You have to do the work. But unless you work on it, you're never going to grow. And I have been quite good the last few years. Um, I have a business buddy. We get together supposedly quarterly to do a bit of planning. But it's always been very kind of like, you know, off the cuff. But this year we've only done it once. And honestly, I've just been really busy the last few months, but I've had all the usual ideas. And I know you're one for this as well. You have lots of wonderful ideas. And they were building up in my head, but I didn't have any time to kind of think properly about how they were going to work or if they were even relevant at all. So I was I, I was just getting really stressed that I wasn't able to do anything new. So I thought, look, I need to take some time off to plan. I don't know why I got the week to plan, decided on a week, but I put it up in my diary. Um, I made sure nobody could book any calls and I wasn't going to take any clients or any training sessions during that week. Um, and that's why we didn't do the digital coffee or the, the bonus shot that week. It was just completely clear to plan my business. And... So that was my initial thought and I was really looking forward to it. But I also knew that I couldn't because, you know, the danger of this is that you'll just end up like um, sleeping in and like watching the telly and, you know, maybe going to the gym because that's good for you. So I was I was really worried that that would happen. <laughs> so what I did is I put together I start, I just wrote down all a list of all the things that I decided, all the things I wanted to do. And I put together a schedule for the week. So I was still getting up my normal time every day and sitting in the office well, for two of the days, we'll talk about more later. But I had like a plan for each day that I was going to work. So I worked my reg at the end of the week. I wasn't like refreshed. <laughs> it wasn't a week off. I was probably more tired than I'd normally be. But I managed to work on one project a day pretty much through that whole week. And honestly, best thing I ever did. I'm definitely doing that again. Maybe I wouldn't be able to do it quarterly, maybe a day quarterly, but maybe once a year, definitely. So is it a case of um, reviewing what you've done in order to plan for what you're going to be doing next year? Or did you have an idea of what your your week looks like? Well, I mean, you, you said you were going to work on something, you know, every day. I mean, for someone else, you know, who is thinking of reviewing their business, I mean, is that where you start the review before you start planning? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to say I did a full review of my business. I should have done, but I didn't. <laughs> but the things that they nag at you, right? So like, I know you're writing a book, for example, that's one of your projects that you have on. But you also have like your clients and you also have this and you also have that. So it's so like, yes, reviewing your business. And I'm loving doing one-to-one -one analytics training. But it's very time consuming. And honestly, I'm going to have to put the price up again because, you know, the amount of time it takes me to do it means that I haven't got room to sell other products. So there was that nagging at the back of my head. I'm really enjoying this, but, you know, there's not enough money in the bank. So I, <laughs> I need to like look at that again. And um, also I've had a group training program, which I haven't ever properly launched. I keep saying I've done everything. I haven't properly launched it. Um, so that was nagging at me that I'd really like to actually properly get that. And I thought about all the things that were getting in the way of me doing that. And then I had this new service that I wanted to launch. And then there's another podcast apart from this one that I want to do. And these are all the, you know, all the things. So you have to go through all the things. 
And then there was something else, which is another content project. And it's like, whoa, look at all these. So the danger is when you have all of that, you just try and do it all at once. So I could have gone, all right, it's quiet now. And then you just don't because you're doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that and you don't get anything. So this was really, I didn't review that, but I had all those projects in mind. So a good, a, a stronger planner than me. You know, I'm quite a good planner, but I'm not amazing. So reviewing would definitely be, actually, you probably want to do a half day on that yourself. Just really delve into the numbers. What's what's driving sales? What are you enjoying? You know, are you getting enough money back for the time that you're spending? Because, you know, that needs to be a rate that's fair for your customers, but it also needs to be or right for your customers more than fair, absolutely right for your customers. But it also needs to be a price that is going to deliver you the income that you need to pay your rent and eat and all that stuff you know so that's that would be that's a smart idea I'll do that next time <laughs> so um you've got the the review in place you've got all these thoughts that were you know the things that you wanted to do out of your head down on paper you devoted a day to each one what next I'd like to say as well a day isn't enough I could have easily spent the whole <laughs> week on one project um so yeah. that was Switching off all distractions, like that was one thing. I read a book called Deep Work last year, which is, you know, it's not groundbreaking. It's just sensible, right? So it is switch off all the distractions, you know, plan out the, the times for the day. So I basically locked myself in the office. Like I ate so much food, like I, I, there was, I think I was all excited. So when I get excited, I eat. It's like when I drink, I eat because I'm excited when I drink. But that's a whole other story. So I had loads <laughs> of snacks in the, in the room with me and I sat down and I went, right, this is it. And actually what's really weird is you'll sit and look at a blank page for a while and then it will start flowing. The ideas will start flowing. So that was initially, what is it? What is this new service that I'm offering? It's a done for you analytics service. What is that going to be? What's it going to look like? And then once I had that out of my head, I could break it down into what actually needed to be done to make that happen. And I think that's another thing that gets in the way of us doing things is like we just, I mean, it's talked about a lot again in business. We think, oh, that's a really big project. Oh, I'll start that another day because it seems huge. But when you break it down into its individual pieces, it's it's much more manageable. So it wasn't like I was going to start doing the work, but I had a list of what needed to be done to complete the work. A list that I would say is constantly growing, by the way. It's not like I nailed everything in a week. And then I was kind of disappointed because I was like, at the end of the day, I was so fired up. And then I was like, oh, I have to do this this uh, launch plan tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, I just approached it in the same way and got really excited about that for day two. Um, and again, had a big, long list. And like, you know, I have a folder in my Google Drive with all the notes and the to-do list for each individual project. Then I needed the third day I did um, with my business buddy. I went to Kilkenny, which is a town just just like half an hour drive from here. I actually got the train, 20 minutes on the train. And we booked a hotel overnight and we sat and we worked in a coffee shop next to the hotel for the day. Lovely people, lovely food. And, um, you know, both of us had projects we were working on. And it was my chance to take what I'd learned from the first two days and give them to someone else, just to kind of like run them by they're not my ideal customer. So I'm not going to take every word they say. But at the same time, it was just good to go. This is the service. This is what do you think? Do I need to do this? What needs to happen? And even just talking it out with someone was really valuable. 
And then on the fourth day, I did less because it was planning my podcast. And also I wanted to get a bit of a CRM up because I've been I've had so many customers this year and I'm just losing track of where they're coming from. So that was another project. So I kind of had my first two things planned out. And then there were these little mini projects. I think the thing that is dangerous is after that, again, going, all right, done all that, right, let's just work on all of those things. So I had to kind of go, right, the first thing I'm going to put up is the done for you service, which I need to get up by mid-November, need to have all the pieces in place because I want to run my launch plan after Black Friday to sell a project in January. So it was like looking at the timing. So as much as I'm excited to work on my launch plan, I need to get this piece done first. No, so that was important too. I've been talking for a long time, so I'm just going to stop for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, my next question was going to be, I mean, it sounded like you were in full flow. So when it came to Wednesday, you were exchanging ideas with your accountability uh, partner. Um, you actually finished your plan. Uh, was it a day, a day and a half early? Because um, you dedicated something to each day, but I, I know that you were really super productive, weren't you? So those first two days were amazing. I got, I mean, honestly, I have this board over here with uh, post-it notes all over it for what needs to be done for the launch plan is there's a lot of work that still needs to be done. The podcast plan was the next thing, which I haven't finished, but I've actually made good progress on. So that was what I did on Thursday. Um, actually, fr- I said a week, Friday, because I was teaching for Google Ga- Garage on Saturday, I wanted to make sure I knew exactly what I was doing. So I practiced the slides all day Friday. So it was really Monday to Thursday. Next right. time, I definitely want to include the Friday in because like I said, it wasn't enough. I would love to have maybe two days for each project next time. And then the accountability day, just because I was in the flow of one and I had to stop and there was still work to be done. But it's been good because I started then. I had I have like a what I wanted to achieve this week from the first one. And I planned like, you know, a day to work on this stuff, you know, a week for the rest of until the things need to get launched. So actually carving, having all your plans is brilliant, but you can never do them unless you map out the time that you're going to be able to do them. So being able to sit down on Monday, for example, was my first day and actually start working on the project for most of the day, you know, a big chunk of the day and just not thinking about anything else. That's that's the next stage. It's not the planning, it's doing the work. So you need to carve out time for that as well. So that starts sounding like a lot of time, doesn't it? The, like the week of the planning yeah. and then a day a week. That, but that's the only way you can grow your business is by actually working on it, not in I hate, hate these cliches, go work on your business, not in it. But it is, because <laughs> otherwise you get carried away about bringing the money in today. But then what happens next year? You know, you have to like have a system to make sure the money keeps coming in. And it's very easy when you are making money, like we both are right now, right? To co- It's always going to be like this, but it's not. You have to keep working at it. So you know, that's the thing. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. 
And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? John Cass hosts a great podcast called The State of Global Agile Marketing. John, tell listeners what to expect from the show. The State of Global Agile Marketing seeks to discover how agile marketing is being deployed in different countries around the world. I interview marketers at brands, at agencies, or who are consultants, and explore how companies in different countries are now using agile marketing. Agile marketing is the use of agile methods to manage the marketing process. Interesting. And where can people subscribe? Find the show at globalagilemarketing.com, on marketingpodcast.net, or search for the state of global agile marketing wherever you get your podcasts. You heard him. Go subscribe. And um, so how does this, um, you know, having four days set aside to plan your business, how different was it compared to having your accountability partner that you had last year where you sort of met up every quarter to uh, to do planning. I mean, how much of a difference was it this year compared to last year? I think because I knew that taking a week off is a big deal, right? Because that's no money coming in that week. I knew that was a big deal. So I knew I couldn't waste <laughs> it. So I was a lot more formulaic about what I wanted to get done in that week. So it's a lot more ad hoc when we've done it. It won't be anymore because I'm going to like crack the whip. But it was always a lot more ad hoc that we'd meet up and we'd go like the day before, oh, what do we want to talk about? Well, I've got this rough idea of something. Whereas this was a lot more intensive and it meant I had something concrete to talk about during our accountability day. So that made yeah, I think the fact that taking a day off doesn't, well, it's not a day off. I kept telling people, taking a day to do that away from your business where you're not making money doesn't seem like a big deal because there'd be days that you're not busy anyway. A week is kind of, I felt like there was jeopardy if I didn't use it right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, you, you've already um learned a lot from that experience uh you already know that maybe you need to definitely stretch out to the full five days there next time uh when you're doing the planning and uh, is it going to be next year or next quarter that you i mean when are you hoping to review what you've done and uh and then plan again well i don't think i can do a week a quarter but i can do a day a quarter so <laughs> we'll go back to the accountability days <laughs> But I'm going to be a lot more focused in those days about what I want because I'm I'm on a mission now because I have spent that time to do things. I, I mean, there's various reasons why I'm on that mission. You know, it's like, I you know, there's a whole lot of stuff that I want to achieve. And so I am much more focused in general. But obviously, yeah, I will do it again, maybe once every six months. I'm just going to have to see how how it goes. Um, definitely once a year, I would highly recommend taking a week week out, you know, whenever your quiet period is, and you'll know when your quiet period is, you know, take it then and just go for it. That's what I'm kind of like, I look for. And um, do you have um, one final tip that you could um, offer to the uh, listeners on how to get started? I think, you know, like I say, it it's such an overwhelming 
um, well, potentially an overwhelming thing to do. Um, and you don't want people to sort of crash the, oh, no, I can't do this. So, you know, where where do you think, where can people start, do you think? So the first thing is have some sort of place where you store your ideas because you will have all these brilliant ideas and you'll want to action them straight away. But actually you have to do whatever work you're doing now. So I use Apple Notes because that's on my phone. It's on my computer and it all syncs on my, my iPad. So wherever I am, I will go, oh, I've just had an idea and I'll go, oh, I'm going to forget that. You know, when you wake up in the middle of the night, oh, I'm going to forget that. But, you know, so I'll put it in my Google Notes and then some of those ideas stick. And that's another thing I've had to be cautious about. You know, I have a brilliant idea and I want to do that. And, you know, a few weeks later, it really really isn't that brilliant an idea. So it's definitely worth writing it down and, you know, really giving it some thought. So now I have to still think it's a brilliant idea in a month's time. You know, it's like buying something. You know, earlier on, I saw a book that like I was watching some training, I'm doing some training and there was a book like pictured in it. I went, oh, I want that book. And I went onto Amazon and I saw it and I went, oh, I'm going to buy that now. And then I was like, oh, when I get in my business account or whatever, oh, no, I'm looking at the and, you know, and then I went, you shouldn't be buying this now. You should just put it on your wish list and think about it. Right. It's the same with the <laughs> ideas that you have. So you have an idea and you go, oh, I've got to do this now. And you speed into doing it and then leaving everything else. And then a week later, you go, mm, it's not really a great idea, is it? You know, that's going to be, you know, so I think having that time to think about them really helps. So definitely write them down, come back to them and then pick the ideas that are the strongest you know, ahead of your planning week, schedule your planning week. There is no getting up late. That's not what it's about. No, I had to tell myself <laughs> that because I really wanted to get up yeah. late. Um, it was like, no, this is a working week. You get up and you start work when you normally do. It's just the work you're doing is different. And then pick the ideas that are hottest. Or you could even use your first day to assess those ideas and which ones you're going to work on first. And really having that tight schedule to make sure that you're actually working on the things you need to, that's important too. Love that. Absolutely love that. Um, well, Amanda, I can't wait to hear uh, more about um, the, you know, the Done For You service, the podcast that you've got uh, coming up. Um, sounds really, really exciting. So when are we going to hear more about these, uh, uh, these new additions to your uh, portfolio? Well, that depends when this podcast goes out, doesn't it? So it, you might actually, by the time this podcast goes out anyway, even if it was like next week, the Done For You service will be up in its first version. So I'm not offering the full package straight up. I'm kind of like easing into it. So you'll find that on my website, spiderworking.com. You'll notice that there are two, there's training and consultation and there's Done For You. So obviously you'll see all my different offers, maybe all of them by the time you listen to this. And then I have a group program called Analytics Ace, which um, I'm revamping. That's part of my launch process. That's also up on my website under the training and consultation page. I'm imagining that I've done that work now. I will have done that by the time you <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> if it's not, feel free to message me and slap my wrists if you're not seeing that on the website. <laughs> Well, what about the podcast? So the podcast, the podcast, 
Yeah, it's going to be. So this, I love doing this podcast, but it's not um, It's not about analytics. So, you know, I've been marketing for a long time. We've been doing the digital coffee and I, you know, I'm committed to doing this podcast. We've been doing it for a long time. Well, it feels like a long time. I feel like we're really good at this at this stage. But um, I really want to have a podcast just about analytics because this is like my focus. So it's going to be called That Analytics Podcast. And um I'm going to it's going to be a series so it's not going to be every week like this one is it's going to be like maybe seven seven guests the hardest bit is finding those guests so they need to be good at analytics they need to like have a topic to do with analytics they want to talk about and they have to be interesting or accessible for smaller businesses so not a lot of the stuff I see is analytics people talking to analytics and I love being part of that community but that's not useful for my customers because it all still sounds a bit head wrecky so really I want to simplify analytics in that podcast so I've got like a wish list now of people that I want so let's just hope they all say yes that's me really (laughs) fingers crossed (laughs) exactly 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 So thanks for letting me talk about this because I, obviously I am very excited about it. <laughs> I'm not sure if everyone's going to be excited when I see what I come up with, but hopefully my customers <laughs> will be, right? Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, and thanks for inspiring us all to um, take out that time to work on the business uh, as well as in. <laughs> And thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want more of this sort of stuff, usually we talk about digital marketing news, but sometimes we talk about FOMO and creating FOMO and how to get more in your business. Sometimes we talk about growing your business. Sometimes we talk about analytics, depending if, you know, very, very infrequently we can't make it. So um, do sign up for the podcast. You'll find it wherever you listen to your podcast. It's called The Extra Shot. You will see a picture of myself and making two beautiful women pointing at the screen with a purple background. One day I won't have to say that anymore because we'll be the the only extra shot, right? (laughs) (laughs) So until the next show, um, I guess it's just bye-bye. 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 With many thanks to um, David Paramore, my brother-in-law, for the end credits. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? John Cass hosts a great podcast called The State of Global Agile Marketing. John, tell listeners what to expect from the show. The State of Global Agile Marketing seeks to discover how agile marketing is being deployed in different countries around the world. I interview marketers at brands, at agencies, or who are consultants, and explore how companies in different countries are now using agile marketing. Agile marketing is the use of agile methods to manage the marketing process. Interesting. And where can people subscribe? Find the show at globalagilemarketing.com on marketingpodcast.net or search for the state of global agile marketing wherever you get your podcasts. You heard him. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.